Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Today is January 10th, 2022. The title of today's podcast is There is a Deeper Purpose That Beats Within the Heart of All of Us. This is podcast number 45. Beginning now, God may give you strength if you ask for it, and even if you don't. All of creation exists by its grace. The balance between retaining your individuality while also merging with the infinite is the only balance to be concerned with. The difference between a wise man and a foolish man is that the foolish man is like a shallow stream that loudly proclaims all of the rocks and pebbles on the bottom as proof of his wisdom. The wise man is like a deep ocean. He cannot see the bottom, so he is silent. We are given the illusion of free will, but actually there's nothing that we can choose that can prevent the inevitable outcome of our eventual enlightenment. You will succeed in spite of yourself. The only question is if you want to sooner rather than later. Do you want to be a spectator or the star of your own life? If you inspire people to be heroes, does that mean you are taking away their free will? Isn't that the greatest superpower? When we inspire others, we affect their free will and alter the course of their lives for the better. Inspiring others is not the same as manipulating them. When we feel enraptured by a scene of wondrous beauty like in nature, we don't feel manipulated by it, but enchanted by the majestic nature around us. Importantly, the intent is not to manipulate others to a specific end other than their own potential. However, once we acknowledge that we are at unexceedable limits, then we stagnate. There is a deeper purpose that beats within the heart of all of us. And that commonality is what unites us and drives us towards a shared culmination. Expansion is a constant. Even God is in the continuous state of expansion. If you are not expanding, then you are not going with the flow. An illumined mind is stronger than a thousand or perhaps ten thousand or perhaps a million or many million more minds. The few have always been responsible for the major shifts in history. Most people don't realize that many of the thoughts in their head are not their own. I don't believe in surrender to anyone or anything. Symbiosis or harmony with the object of your attention is always enough. No surrender, no retreat. You can be fiercely independent and yet spiritual. You can submit to no one and no thing and yet be more advanced than those that do. Humility is not submission nor surrender. And that concludes the written portion of this segment. Yes, there is a deeper purpose that beats within the heart of all of us. And that is what is beautiful and what is amazing. That we can lose sight of that, that inner drive that is our true authenticity 
our true identity. It is our sincerity. Let me just take a few moments to just introduce you to the mentality that I have because I am one of those people that has an authority figure problem. Okay, I've got a bit of a problem with so-called authority, quote, unquote. I refuse to submit to authority. Of course, I will obey the law, but I always had a problem with this concept of God, that there's this being that's above us, sitting on a throne, dictating to us what rules to follow and requiring your submission. And that always turned my stomach because I've always been a fiercely independent person. What does that mean? That means that I did do not want to be addicted to anything. I don't want to feel like I need something. I don't want to feel like there's something above me where I am under it. And I've always felt something uncomfortable about this idea. Maybe it's me being a bit of a rebel at heart, but I just cannot tolerate this kind of meekness, the humility that is misunderstood. It's not about surrender. Spirituality is not about being passive. It's not about going with the flow. Yes, maybe that can take you to a certain place. Maybe it's helpful for some of you. And if you feel called to do that, by all means, do what feels natural and comfortable for you. But the reason why I'm sharing with you something personal about me in that I never even want to submit to God or to gods or anything like that to just the word submission and surrender is just it puts a bad taste in my mouth. Okay. It's not part of my vocabulary. I firmly am of the opinion that to be an individual, to be a strong individual, you don't surrender. You don't give up. You don't retreat. You keep advancing. And the beautiful thing about where I'm at now is that this level of enlightenment has happened without me needing to surrender. I never had to give my life over to some higher power. Having said that, I voluntarily am dedicating my life towards the enlightenment of everyone. And you might ask, well, why would you do that? Isn't that kind of like a, Example that you are submitting to a higher power? And my answer to that is no. What this is, is a symbiosis. My mind is always in bliss because it's united, it's immersed, it's uh, connected with this higher truth. I'm not submitting my will to it. I still have complete freedom to do what... I want to do, if I want to watch a movie, I can watch a movie. And yes, I can watch a movie, any movie. And my mind is still in bliss. I never experience fear. 
There's never jump scares for me, but it's still kind of interesting, right? I like to keep track of what's going on in the collective consciousness and the culture that we're living in today. And movies are a big part of that right now. And I feel, yeah, I can feel kind of connected to what's going on in the world through movies and through watching the news and keeping tabs on things. But the point is this, you don't need to surrender. If you're one of these stubborn people that likes to be independent, I'm the same way. I'm stubborn and I like to be independent. I don't like being told what to do. I don't like having rules thrust upon me. And the beautiful thing about this again is that you can get to a place of perpetual bliss and love without needing to give up anything, without needing to give up your individuality, without, and people say, well, you're just operating from your ego. Obviously, your ego is making excuses to stay alive. No, because when your mind is immersed with this ultimate truth, you feel the bliss you feel strong, you feel love, you feel in control of yourself and your body. And you know, coming out and saying, oh, I'm enlightened, that's not having to do with ego. It's not me seeking external validation. In fact, I totally knew the consequences of what would happen if I said that. People would think I'm crazy or I'm a liar or... I'm just looking for attention. And the thing about it is, is that the reason I even said that is it's kind of like, hey, dudes, I'm like high on this and you should try it too, except we're not talking about a, a drug. We're talking about something that you can experience freely, no charge. And I never have asked for money from anybody. There is no Patreon. There is no membership. There is no monthly fee. There is no, f nothing. Uh, my YouTube channel is not monetized. The, the only reason I'm doing this is because I want to get this message out there and reach the people that it's supposed to reach because I have faith in a higher power and I trust that the universe is going to put into contact those that need to listen to this podcast. And it's not going to be for everyone. It's going to be for a select few in the beginning. Things always start small. Ah, well, it's beautiful. Let's continue. So the difference between a wise man and a foolish man, I, I like that analogy. I did not create that analogy. That's an old analogy about the foolish man is like a stream that's shallow and can see the pebbles. I'm sure you know someone like that in your life who's very, very talkative and always likes to give their opinion on everything. And maybe you are not enthusiastic about picking up the phone and talking to such a person. And maybe you find yourself giving excuses on how you can get off the phone with such a person. Whereas a wise person is more silent. In fact, I'm usually very silent. I don't talk about these type of things in my day-to-day -day life right now. I'm in China. People around me, they don't even speak English. So 20 minutes per day, I come on this podcast and I give some insights uh, 
to help those that can be helped by this. But yes, silence is the most, is very, very powerful. When I had that illumination experience about 18 months ago, I was sitting quietly and peacefully. I was focusing my mind to a pinpoint and it was pure silence. There was no mantra. I was just focusing on my breathing, focusing my mind to a small little dot, complete focus, complete silence, breathing in, pausing between breaths, focusing on the corners between the breaths. And I noticed like had happened many times before in the course of my life, a tingling at the top of the crown of my head. And that tingling turned into pleasure. It turned into a dripping oil sensation of Amrita, Ambrosia, this nectar dripping down. And then it became a torrent. It became a downpour. And it was so ecstatic. It's like more intense than any drug. And in my younger days, I'll admit, I did experiment with various recreational drugs. And so that's how I can tell you assuredly that enlightenment, the pleasure of it exceeds any pharmaceutical, whether it be legal or illegal. That's how intense this is. And these recreational drugs, what they do is they can give you, I guess, a a taste of what you're going to get someday naturally anyway, but they can weaken your will and they are harmful for you. And so I don't recommend anyone experiment with drugs or psychedelics or what have you, because there is a superior high that you can attain naturally. So yeah, the concept of freedom of will. The beautiful thing about that is the way I see it, people have voices in their heads, you could say. There could be a voice that is your conscience and being good and true to yourself. And then there is another voice that says, oh, let's just have fun. Let's just uh, do what we like and chase our desires. And, and both voices have their time and place. And it's not a bad thing to enjoy yourself and have fun and party. But when it comes to freedom of will, ultimately, you're going to want to listen to the wisest voice that's within you. And you can be guided. That guidance can come if you ask for it, and it can come if you don't ask for it. But if you feel yourself right now in some kind of a crossroads, and you feel like you need guidance, you can ask that higher power directly, however you imagine that higher power to be. Just imagine the most wonderful the most forgiving, the wisest, the most intelligent, the most all-powerful, this force, this creator, it's non-judgmental and it exists to help you on your side. It's on your side. It's your team. This is your team. Trust your team. You've got guidance and trust truth. Love all, trust truth, be more.
Let's go back to a quote here. Most people don't realize that many of the thoughts in their head are not their own. What does that mean? That means that thoughts have independent power. And it's kind of a bit arrogant to think that every thought in your head actually belongs to you. Because there are, how, do I, how should I say this? The world is more vast than you might give it credit. And there exists a collective consciousness. And it, that collective consciousness has influence over many people. And to be truly independent, you need to go deeper within yourself and not live too superficially. And the only way to do that really is you need to be able to take the time to go deep, to create that mental discipline of being able to quiet your mind and focus it and not have such a noisy mind. It's like try to have more of a space between thoughts and even to be aware of what is a thought in your head to see the test the limits and see how long you can go without thinking even one thought. Can you last 10 seconds without a thought? Can you last one minute? Can you last five minutes? Here's a challenge for you. And this is something I pretty much guarantee. If you can quiet your mind for a full hour, you are pretty much guaranteed to have a mind-blowing experience. The problem with modern society is people's minds get so busy. And the secret to higher states of consciousness is silencing that mind. When your mind is quiet, that gives the opportunity for you to have greater and higher experiences. Now, Rome wasn't built in the day. You, you shouldn't just expect to be able to suddenly sit down and be a master of your mind right away. But if you set aside a certain amount of time on a schedule, whether it be every day or every other day or once a week, depending upon how badly you want it, but if you practice on focusing and, and silencing your mind and being aware of your thoughts, being the observer, imagine like you're driving a car and each time you see a, th a thought, it's like a billboard has gone, flew past you. But instead of focusing on the billboard, you just keep that focus, not let your attention waver. It's like you can observe the thought and just let it pass. And just keep going, keep going, keep driving. And you keep driving that road and ignoring your thoughts. Eventually, you're going to find silence. And when you find that golden silence, it's beautiful. That's where you can experience real tranquility. And you can have a taste of, eventually, ultimate truth. This is Adam Aboda signing off. And you guys have a fantastic day. Until tomorrow. Bye-bye. Remember, divinity.com. Bye-bye.